This week on the BAMFCAST, we find out if you can have too much of a good thing. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCast. BAMFast. Episode 135. Ooh. Ray. That's Ooh. a number. Ray. <laughs> Is. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beat. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we go ahead and watch ourselves a, uh, a bad movie from the past. Sometimes it's a sequel to one we've already done. Mm-hmm. And we come in here and we talk about it for 30, about, uh, about 30 to 45 minutes. And then when it gets a rating, good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies get one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. Bad, bad movies, as in stay away, get a one to five bags, and then they get a sliding scale, as in douchebags, after Twilight. Boo! Oh no. So. It's been some time since we visited the land of Deathstalker. Yeah, it's been like 80 episodes. Yeah, at least 80 or 50. <laughs> 80, 100,000. Something. Uh-huh. Somewhere around On there. On this, our 7 millionth episode <laughs> of the Bandcast, <laughs> we celebrate. So we did Deathstalker 2. Uh, Duel of the Titans. Duel of the Titans. Duel of the Titans. Clark, Very important. Duel of the Titans. Fates. No. Remember no. the Titans. <laughs> Clash of the Fates. Yes. Clash of the Fatons. Uh, the body things. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, so it's from 1987. Uh-huh. It was a direct-to-video sequel to Deathstalker, as all of the other additional two others are. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so let's get a plot summary out of the way so we can talk about Deathstalker 2 with Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Woo! When heroic Deathstalker comes to the aid of spirited Princess Evie, the Tusa must do battle against evil wizard Jarek and the treacherous Sultana, who've deposed Evie and taken over Empire. Can Evie and Deathstalker reclaim her kingdom? Question I wonder. I don't know. Can Possibly. they? I think can they can. They? Yes. Maybe they can. Yes. So yeah. This week on Deathstalker. So, so. new director, new Deathstalker. Uh huh. For the series, Deathstalker never remains the same. He is a rusty Griswold for every Deathstalker. Right. Really? Yes. Yeah. I thought Rick. He's Hill a Felix Slider. <laughs> He's never the same. He's a Blofeld. He's never the same person twice. Okay. Okay. I don't believe so. You can double check me, but I don't think anyone... He might come back in the fourth one. Yeah. Oh, Rick Hill? I'm, I'm pretty one? sure Rick Hill came back. For uh, one, but old really? Rick Hill. Yep. But this one we get yeah. John Turleski. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Who, wow. pretty good. More like Turdleski, am I right? Huh? <laughs> totally yeah, different take on Deathstalker. Slightly different version of Deathstalker. The whole movie is a different tone <laughs> to Deathstalker. Yeah. Yeah, and Jim Wynorski is the director. Mm-hmm. He uh, makes of such classics as Chopping Mall. Yes. And others. Mm. <laughs> and other movies <laughs> and made by people. Other, like, other movies. Yeah, like a dozen Bear Wench Project movies. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Ooh. Yeah. That explains why it took zero seconds hardly to get to the breasts in this. Basically, if you're like watching a Fred Olin Ray movie and it's not a Fred Olin Ray movie, it's this guy. Hmm. So. And you were right. Rick Hill does come back for the fourth one. Yeah. The Return of Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this yes this definitely has a significantly jokier tone oh yeah and uh-huh. it's like straight up hey we're a goofy b movie and we know we're a goofy b movie jokes mm-hmm. yeah jokes referencing things that don't exist at the time jokes action adventure comedy fantasy so yeah calling yeah. it a fred olin ray movie without fred olin ray is incredibly accurate yeah those two dudes are the same and it's, man, it's jarring after how dead serious the first Death, death Stalker is. Yeah, not serious in actual well, yeah, I mean, like, result, but, but tone. Everyone yeah. in it is is playing their parts, yeah. like, super serious. serious. Like, we are very important people. 
Yeah, and I mean, Tulesky right off the bat is just smarmy, oh, like, smiling, wannabe, and face, yeah. wannabe Indiana Jones, Han Solo kind of guy. Basically, like, that was his. He's stage swashbuckling more, more so than yeah. But he's cocky <laughs> and grinning yeah. all the time. Yeah, I have. I have to, go ahead. Half expected him to like look at the camera and wink. Yeah, there was almost some of that. Yeah, they well, wanted to. He's only outgrinned by Monique Gobrick. Gabrielle. Monique. Monique Gabrielle. Monique. Who plays Rena the Seer. <laughs> uh-huh. Also the, the evil retard. Princess Evie. Yeah. She was clearly only hired for one purpose. Or two. <laughs> yeah. Two yeah, expressions not, of freedom. Not her <laughs> acting. <laughs> yeah, because her acting is like a she's she's that girl who's so happy she's in a movie yeah. that she can't help but grin throughout the movie no matter what is happening around her. Even if her. it's a life and death situation. Yeah. She's just like, oh neat. She's like, this <laughs> is death stalker. <laughs> Movies are fun. Yeah. All the guys are so nice to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> the biggest yeah. well, she, I mean, she kind of looks like a blonde Shannon Elizabeth. I mean, sure, facially wise and yeah. huge tits, and that's why she was hired. Right. But she she yeah. is she's the one person who you know refrains from showing them until about three quarters through. Yeah, I was starting the movie. to get mad. I was like, they obviously, they obviously hired this right, exactly. for one purpose. Why are they not get, exactly. doing it? <laughs> but get to the chase. But, but other, then they're there. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, this movie starts off and. We're introduced to Deathstalker by he's escaping from a castle. It just throws you right in. Yeah, it's like mid sword fight and well, he he, does well he's the stealing Rangers something. of the Lost yeah. Ark bit, and then like it's the trap instead of the rolling boulder is ninja swordsman <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they he fights them and does he even does the Han Solo thing like he goes down a hallway and then turns around and like Whoa! Uh-huh. it's like only four or five guys are chasing him. But. Sure. Still a then, lot more. Yeah, he, he busts, he fights like a couple guys, throws a sword at one dude, jumps out of a window, and then we see uh, Tony Nipples. <laughs> That's what we're going to call him. For, it's Tony Naples, but. As soon as we saw her, so we actually Hey, Tony Nipples. We actually didn't see her, Tony Nipples, did we? Yes, we did. Yeah, during during we, yes, the strobe during sequence. During the strobe lights yes. right, that yes. we all couldn't look at. Yeah. But during she the play, seizure sequence. She plays Sultana, which we're, I'm not real sure who she's supposed to be in the hierarchy of things. So she's not, I she's, think. But she was in the castle. I guess she's, she's, uh, Jared, I think she's uh, like a mercenary. Sure. Yeah. yeah. She's a, yeah. She's anyway, just she, an ally. She's there. She's standing Jared. in the window and she's, she's like, I'm going to get that death stalker. And then. I think like is it we hear Jarek off screen? Is it that what it is? And he says like I want you to go get the, me the princess. Yeah. Well, he's stolen something from Sultana. Yeah. Right. A jewel. And she says I'll get the jewel and Deathstalker two. And then and then Deathstalker two. Duel of the Titans pops up. Yeah. yeah. So you know, and that's kind of when you fun. know you're like okay, we're in for there, jokes. <laughs> there is no seriousness going on no. here. Yeah. And then it cuts to. Um, Rena, Monique Gabrielle, being harassed by guards about being a bum and a seer. and Oh, harassed forever, too. Yeah. I mean. They're just yelling at her and like, get out of town. Well, yeah, they're like, go ahead, leave. And then she's like, well, okay, fine, if you want. And they're like, no. And no, they grab you're her. And <laughs> it's like, what? And Deathstalker's standing right there and is like, no, hey. you know, normally I don't mind seeing a woman get hit <laughs> for good reasons, but uh, this seems a bit outmatched or something like that. Something Punch. Smarmy, and then he jumps in and <laughs> yeah. fight and... Mm-hmm. Saved her, mm-hmm. and then, and then she, she whines for about twenty minutes. Well, no, they go to the she bar. Yeah, the they go to the bar, which includes the stock the footage from the bar of the first movie for mm-hmm. no reason. Yeah, because the pig guy is eating the pig head. Yeah, yeah, just random stock footage. But basically, it just it, another guard comes in and starts hassling her, and Deathstalker just goes well, sort she of starts harassing Deathstalker because Deathstalker is about to get some from two chicks. And right. He's like, oh, hey, yeah. why don't we, why don't all three of us go upstairs? You know what I'm saying? And, and she's like, hey. She's like, I need to talk to you, Deathstalker. And he's like, <laughs> hey, um, Deathstalker. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, um, 
you know, <laughs> get in line, the line yeah. forms at the end. Yeah, line forms over there, lady. <laughs> Which is actually what he says yeah. to yeah. her. Yeah, we're not saying that. He says yeah. line forms over there, and yeah. she just sort of rolls her eyes and wanders off. And that's when the other guard starts hassling He's her. Like, I thought we kicked you out of here. And that's when Deathstalker just starts throwing over tables, including tables, tables that have participants who are not involved in this at well, all. I like there's clearly one guard that's sitting there playing a game with some random patron <laughs> right. and he, he comes over and knocks the table and punches the dude and he's just like what yeah <laughs> like i'm like, wearing the uniform <laughs> but i'm off duty <laughs> i'm just playing this game i only get 30 Mahjong. minutes for lunch yeah. Yeah, star. Playing some pirate dice come on god damn that's what we're gonna do yeah so yeah. donnie brook erupts and it's just basically everyone fighting everyone because <sighs> deathstalkers pissed everyone off in the bar yeah but this is also the point where i was like man the budget on this movie is nothing. Well, they go out because it's the worst set, but it is lit like a sitcom. Yeah. I mean, you can see every corner of that set clearly, and it's like, well, the thing is, there's like, a much smarter way to do this, yeah, which they thing. did in the first Deathstalker, which right. is you light everything really low. Yeah, no, they brighten. I mean, this was like up. three trillion lumens in that room. I mean, it is like you can see everything. <laughs> you can see the future in that room. It's so bright in there. <laughs> Well, you would have to wear shades. He he tells what's her face to get out through and go through the door, and you could just see it's like a stage door to a brick wall. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's just that's the back of the studio over there. They that literally they exit to. stage right. Yes, exactly. They give you Even. a view, good view of some nicely uh, formed styrofoam block walls. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. The walls are nicely crafted. Well, yeah. Well, we also got our first nudity just before the oh, fight yeah. starts oh, yeah. because yeah, they're, six they're, they're and- establishing the scene of the room, and there's just chicks in the corner. Just dancing topless, shaking, mm-hmm. like, undulating. Right, yeah, perhaps. this is good. And I mean, they they linger on the one chick for like a good thirty seconds well, or so. And they keep coming back to her too, because like when the chaos is going on, like objects are being thrown at her, and, <laughs> and she's she, still she, dancing. She's she dancing out of the while way. dudes are fighting yeah. in front of her, and then jumps back up and just starts dancing again. And a couple and dudes are like fighting their way in front of her, and they both stop and kind of go <laughs> and look at her, and then back to fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is all just a distraction because they they escape stage right mm-hmm. and. Jump on their horse, and she's just whining in his ear the whole time. Yeah. And she's going to continue to whine. Like, we, yeah. I don't even think we have to say it, but no. she just whines the whole movie. And, yes. Well, about until the time she really gets her way. That's when she kind of stops, quote unquote, whining. Right. And she's still. Then she starts pouting. Pouting, yes. <laughs> but they ride off. They get on this little horse chase with some more guards. Yeah, it goes they, on for they a while. They almost get away, and it then they're nowhere. chased again. And they finally get away somehow. They just pop up in her hut. Yeah, they yep. just, just like get away, and they're in her hut. Yeah. And then she she that's when she reads his fortune and oh you're going to become to become a legend if you she help this princess. The doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> no, the prop was a doorknob. <laughs> no, she reads that later. Yeah. Right? yeah. A couple of bad jokes. But yeah, so she basically cons him into doing what she wants, which is mm-hmm. help the princess kill this wizard her yeah, yeah she's and the princess take the kingdom back and right, blah blah blah. And there'll be riches. Yeah. Sorcerer guy has cloned her. Uh-huh. With a fake her and put her on the throne and yeah, but as long as the other ones out there, they're they're linked somehow. Somehow, yeah. If something... the original dies, the new one will vanish, right? Right. right. Because she's tied to her soul or something. So that's sure. what the excuse they have for not just killing her. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, but, but they have this. Know. They have this scene in the tent. She, you know, reads the doorknob, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then basically he just stands up like and is like, "All right, let's go." Yep. And just, like now? Yeah. Yes, now. Yeah, I think she fun. wanted to actually continue to read his doorknob at that point. Sure, probably. Well, she keeps wanting to do that. Right. But she also and also offered him the uh, the chicken foot stew. Yeah. Yes. Which he does the. Uh, <laughs> oh, can, you give water? Me, can you get me some more? Dump. Oh, and this was his first spit take. 
Yes. <laughs> Where he drinks water. That was a random spit take. That yeah, was it was a, just it, nothing funny was said. He, I think he spit taking the bar too, didn't he? No, that one in the hut was the first one. Mm. The the one of the dudes, uh, the hired mercenary dudes, mm. does this random ass spit take for no reason. Okay. But there there's four spit takes in this movie just for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, to give you an idea what kind of movie it is, <laughs> it's a spit take. Four movie. spit takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it only four? But generally, yeah. kind of light on and the. We started wacky calling the spit takes. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it generally kind of light on the wacky sound effects. I mean, there's dumb sound effects, but they're not. I wouldn't say they're intentionally wacky. No, they're not boring. You know. Yeah, I'm I just, mean, I'm just saying, like the sword noises are. Whoosh, yeah, like these terrible noises. Yeah, they're sort of cartoony, but they're not like it's a cartoon. Yeah. Everybody, it's they're not doing that. You know that that sound when you have the the cheap uh, curtain hangers. Uh huh. You know when when you drop one of those. One of those cheap curtain rods. Yeah. That's the sound that all the swords make in this movie. The clang, you mean? Yeah. yeah the okay. clang. Yeah. Or swinging well, one of them around and then dropping them. It's, and we have to of, mention the props for the swords because this was driving you insane. Oh, Jesus DJ. Christ. You were like, angry at the props in this movie. Yeah, you started shouting at one point. Like, I've, I've seen we've I've seen and we've seen plenty of shitty sword and sorcery movies. Yeah. And most of them at least have, at least their prop sword is somewhat decent. It looks kind of like a sword. Shiny. It Yeah, it doesn't look <laughs> like a child's toy. These all look like children's toys. Not, not even, I wouldn't even go that far. It was like, it's just like they, they cut a piece of metal sort of in the shape of a sword like, and then yeah, like bolted they st- two pieces of wood to either side to make a hilt. <laughs> yeah. Right. They just stamped it out of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, go to any tourist trap that sells replica swords. Mm-hmm. And no kidding. Any of them are better. Yeah. Any of them. Even the ones for kids made out of wood or foam. <laughs> Well, they yeah. probably went to Argentina to film this and got there and was like, oh, shit, this shit, country doesn't we, have any swords. We forgot swords. <laughs> Son swordless of a land. Go get some sheet metal. <laughs> it's a swordless land. Oh, Argentina. <sighs> Don't cry for me. <laughs> got there before I could. So anyway. Yeah, so. Uh, this starts them on their little journey. And well, yeah, we meet the, the, the mercenaries that What's-Her-Face is hired. Oh, that's right. The mm-hmm. Tony... The pirate. Tony Nipples is hired. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, Tony N- Nipples goes to <laughs> Jarek, the, per- the sorceress. Yeah. Jerk. yeah. John John Laser. John Laser. John Lazar, but it's more fun to call him John Laser. Johnny Laser. Johnny Laser. Um, <laughs> he sounds like an American yeah. Gladiator. <laughs> yes. Well, there was one. There was a laser. <laughs> and what I love about him is he is as smarmy as. Deathstalker is, mm-hmm. yeah, but I like his delivery better. Somehow he's just like, <laughs> yeah, he's more like I don't give a shit. A <laughs> yeah, whereas I'm Deathstalker comes o- comes off as like a smarmy surfer. Yeah, I mean the hair they give him doesn't help either. No. It kind of comes more across as like a, a, a he's like a guest star on Twenty One Jump Street. Sure. Yeah, kind of. He's, 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 he's got he's the, the stubble and the you know like he's hey. the dumbass criminal of the week trying mm. to sell drugs to teenagers mm. in high school. <laughs> Hey, you get a resume. Yeah, I have and, a child. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and her, she's just she's close to being a valley girl. Pretty it's close, really close. It's almost. There were a couple times we just supplied the dialogue for her because mm-hmm. she was just like, "Ew, grody." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. In one boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they, but so Sultana goes to. I think they call him something the brigand. They, they call him something the buccaneer. Buccaneer. Yeah, okay. something the buccaneer, and I can't remember what it is now. And of course, the credits only list him as pirate, pirate. but. This guy, and, and they dubbed the hell out of his voice. I don't know what this guy originally sounded like. They made him Russian for some reason. Yeah. Just because. But what he does is he's like, we're going to get Deathstalker, and here's why. And he gives biographies for the five guys down the bar from him. And the camera swaps to each, and it's like. <laughs> no reason. It's yeah. like Cameron the Crusher. and mm-hmm. Yeah. The, it, and. Cameron, Megatron Cameron the, the Magnificent. <laughs> the Crusher of Cashmere yeah. was Crusher his name. It was just, and there was like a midget. 
you know, who yeah. had, a, oh, yeah. had a suitable midget. Who was name. the most dangerous one? Right. According to <laughs> there there yeah. is a quote for the for the midget. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, a real find, Buddy Footstool La Rosa, <laughs> only recently dismissed by Ivan the Terrible for excessive brutality. Yeah, and there was something about Genghis Khan. Yeah, one, one guy trained yeah. under Genghis Khan. Yeah. yeah. And they did like contract but work. For, though, he they're wasn't all announced. Asian. They're yeah. all announced like this is a boxing and match. About the scorer, <laughs> yeah. weighing it at six hundred and seventy-five pounds. And other than the little person, they all kind of looked exactly the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think there was one guy who was just like a dude. Yeah, like other guys were like big, burly, bald, probably Argentinian, Argentinian wrestlers. Yeah. And that that ends up in a scene where Deathstalker and Chick are riding through the desert or something, and they just pop up with exploding arrows and they're just randomly shooting at them. Yeah, they're just firing off explosions all around them. Yeah, I mean, for a good, like, five minutes of just shooting these arrows. Yep, and fireballs all around. and never even coming close to them, but... Mm -hmm. And then that leads to, like... uh, Deathstalker killing most of them. Well, the dude's like, save your arrows, and they all split up, and that's when the one, the the midget guy (laughs) tries to shoot an arrow at Deathstalker, and Deathstalker fucks him up to the point where the arrow goes straight up and straight back down, and... (laughs) He explodes. Well, that's because he took a ninja star to the face. I'm well, sure. yeah, that's right, because he forehead. busted out ninja stars. Mm-hmm. A ninja star that, again, looked like it had just been stamped out of <laughs> random sheet metal. Yeah, it was just fold this tinfoil up into something <laughs> yeah. that looks sharp. It was like it the paper. It was look like sharp. It was like a paper yeah. football that made tinfoil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seriously made better ninja stars in high school. Yeah. 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 I'm telling Shop you. class, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine ninety nine at the Ninja Star store. <laughs> I've seen Ninja Stars at the ninety nine cent store. Man, yeah, come on, there you go. Yeah. I've seen plastic Ninja Stars in buckets at the dollar store that look better. Exactly. Right. But yeah, he Ninja Stars the dude in the forehead, mm-hmm. and then Ar- sort arrow of- blows up next to him, and then they just show the shoes smoking, <laughs> smoking <laughs> tiny shoes. Uh, he blew him out of his tiny shoes, <laughs> and then he proceeds to just sort of death stalk the other guys. Yeah, kind of yeah. kills everybody. Slits one guy's yeah. throat. Just- yeah. Just it's breaks one dude's neck badly. Yeah, and then they <laughs> yeah. ride off and randomly end up at a graveyard. Well, he like he kills the last. She, she's being held by this one dude who's like, "I'm gonna slit her throat," mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like "Go ahead, whatever. I don't care." And she's like, "What? How dare?" And then he ninja stars him or th- knifes him in the throat, knife right in the throat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You!" And he's like, "Get my knife!" And she's like, "No, screw okay. you!" <laughs> and then they just ride away. Yeah, she can't follow. But now, do they go to the, the graveyard scene, or do we? Uh, does he phone him via pond at this point? Yeah, the, that's yeah, when that's the buccaneer when the phones in yeah. from the pond. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'll and, call and him. Sultana's just standing back there, like, hey, we're all, where's all your bros? And he's like, yeah, that didn't. Yeah, no, I'm gonna call him They're, and tell him. And he throws some change in the in this. It's not even a pond. It's like a pile of dry ice, right? That's just, just a bit here. of bubbling liquid. And he, but he. he, he Purposely pulls out a handful of coins, throws them in, and then, yeah. like, calls Jarek. <laughs> yes. He's making a phone call. Yeah. You couldn't call him collect. No, I mean, come on. Yeah, Jarek does, does not accept no. collect calls. <laughs> okay. Ever. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, but that's that's basically, he just, like, you failed, and so he, he stabs him with his sword through the pond. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's how that works. Yeah. Hey, he's a sorcerer. I know. Yeah. I don't care. Reach out and stab somebody. Yeah. And that's when they end up in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Randomly, they're just like, "Well, yeah, that's a mausoleum. There's jewels in there because it's been established he's Robin Hood somehow." Except yeah, they keep calling him the Prince of Thieves. Yeah, because he's like, "I steal from the rich and give Which it to myself." Is not really what Deathstalker was like in the first one at all. Nope. He was more like a rapist and murderer, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, a <yes>. bad dude. <laughs> he's he's changed, bad enough, dude. Yeah, he was like a fierce warrior who went to the tournament. Yeah, but he didn't really care about like. I mean, he kind of cared about getting paid, but he was more like, hey, I get to beat the hell out of people. Yeah. 
Yeah, now that he's just and maybe a, there'll be chicks to bone there. Yeah, now like, he's like, just that like was a stock in the first one. He's just like, a, hey, everybody for himself, hey. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other thing too is like Rick Hill was just a big dude in yeah. that first one, and this guy, I mean, this guy worked out, but he's just obviously he's a lean. lot leaner yeah. and he's a lean dude. I mean, like when he later when he gets into that wrestling match, you're like, okay, well, he you know he's obviously worked out. I mean, he's yeah. not just a I mean, he's a muscular dude, but I mean, slab, like, I mean, certain people have like a wrestler's body build, and that's yeah. what Rick Hill was like, which is a lot more intimidating than yeah. this guy because they keep getting, putting him in cutoff shirts, and he just looks like he's got these scrawny little arms. Yeah, he looks like a roadie. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But he goes into the crypt, and then like the door slams behind him, and almost immediately she's outside, lights Just up, a, lights up a torch. Yeah, and then like almost immediately, zombies. Jarek has like summoned zombies somehow. Yep. Like he throws, well, he throws a little gold, a gold skeleton, skeleton out of a gold casket into his little bubbling yeah. cauldron, and that good, summons, summons zombies. zombies. Yeah, yeah. And so they come up and are just you know thre- threatening her, and uh, I mean, yeah. and meanwhile Jarek appears inside the mausoleum to Deathstalker. Yeah. And they, yeah. he gives them the, nah, I'm a bad guy. I'm going to do bad something to you. Here you go. <laughs> and Deathstalker's like, whatever, man. Well, and the whole time she's out there going, Stalker! Yeah. Deathstalker! Stalker! Deathstalker! Yeah, because somewhere along the way, his name has been shortened to Stalker. Like, people will just start like calling him Stalker. is his Stalker. first name. Yeah, Stalker. Mr. Stalker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Captain Stalker. If you're nasty. Uh, <laughs> Commander Stalker. <laughs> But yeah, so this is, this just leads to a, a, a reason to do the trash compactor scene from Star Wars, but very badly, where uh, it's just, of course, this mausoleum has a spiked wall that re- that just compresses into it. Makes no sense, but he escapes that rather easily. Yeah, there's a yeah, hole well, in the ceiling that he easily climbs up the spikes that have come out of the crushing wall. Yeah, but he also, give, he also gives a take where, like, as it starts coming at him, he's like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, really? <laughs> he does sort of commentate on it. He's like, really? This is the best you can do? Yeah. All right, whatever. I'll deal with it. Yeah, so but he gets out. Death and Deathstalker. Come on. And they just sort of wave things at the zombies, and then they're right the they stabbed a few of them. Yeah. And ran. Oh, that's right, because there was one where it got all icky. Mm-hmm. He stabbed well, the one was, zombie. That was when she stabbed one. Okay. Yeah. Because all well, the and it gave, and gave him a chance to give that stinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. they will use. Yeah. No less than a hundred <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The soundtrack gets also some, annoying at certain points. There's also some really bad, terrible, terrible, like stolen joke when they were running away. I think there's a lot of really bad, terrible stolen jokes in this movie. Yeah, the king of them is, is coming up later. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Bad so they they ride off. They escape from the zombies. No harm done. And yeah, they're fine. Yeah, the, I'm trying to remember no what jewels, happens though. next. Like, where do they randomly go? <laughs> they, they get kidnapped by the women. Oh, the Amazon yeah, one. they run into the Amazon because they okay. come to a signpost like that says where to go. And yeah. right. she's like, "Oh, my crystal ball says to go here and take a right uh, there." Yeah, and right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. and and then a pretty good like jump cut from them going, him going, Cher going. No, there shouldn't be any surprises to them like tied up on spits and yeah. being dragged by their feet. Yeah. And and so basically, this is like a tribe. Where all the dudes have been it's, taken, and Queen Dude is, and all that's or, left are Amazons. Yeah, basically. and Queen Lady's basically like, you, we know you, we know your reputation. You will stand trial for the crimes against womanhood, womanhood, womanhood. and which, that all of a sudden, which, which we acknowledge. It, like, wait, this is the same Death Stalker. Yeah. Isn't he? yeah, it's like, oh, okay, they're acknowledging yeah, yeah, his they're rapist acknowledging ways. <laughs> he was a terrible person right. in the first movie. You're on trial for 300 counts of rape. <laughs> He has suddenly been accused. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 oh. God damn it. 
Yeah. Anyway, so, most importantly, this leads to a wrestling match. With Queen <laughs> Kong. In a real... In a ring. ring. Yeah, in a, in a yeah. wrestling like ring. Like rubber floor and ropes and everything. Right. Wrestling. Yep. With a ring girl and round signs <laughs> mm-hmm. and everything. Wrestling moves. And there. it goes on a long time. Oh yes, my it does. God. It goes quite... I was commenting that I think it was going to be the remainder of the movie. <laughs> like, we were already starting oh. the third act. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. With literal rounds. I mean, they, they yep. ring a gong, and he goes over to his corner and sits down, and she's rubbing his shoulders going, yep. okay, I, this is what you should you gotta do. You got to tire him out. Yeah. yeah. And then he doesn't listen to anything oh. she says. <laughs> we and did it, forget it, one very important, egregious crime that this movie committed, oh. which was the six seconds of the Rocky theme that they played when oh, he was going yeah. into the ring. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, one of one of many Death Stalker 2 should stand trial for that. <laughs> should have to wrestle... All the wrestlers for mm-hmm. that. Duel of the copyright infringements. <laughs> but yeah, he fights Queen Kong. Mm-hmm. Quite a while. Mm-hmm. For a long time. Yeah. yeah. Then doesn't kill her. Yeah, he beats eventually her. Gorgo. beats her. Gorgo. Gorgo. Yeah. Gorgo. And, the, and the Queen of the Amazon was like, it's a fight to the death. Kill her. It's like, He's screw like, you, He's like, I gotta yeah, go. Kill her on your own time. Yeah. I beat the baddest bitch you got. Nah. Yeah. Not and, killing And meanwhile, the, the Queen of Amazon has revealed that, hey, Rena is actually the princess. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. Yeah. So he, you know, when he leaves the, the wrestling ring, he's like, yeah, anything else you want to tell me or, uh, or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they like, have a she's fight. Like, and she's like, I haven't been totally uh, forthcoming with you. And he's like, and he's like yeah, you yep. can say that. Yeah. So then he goes and tries to bone the queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who the queen, man, the queen stage five clinger alert immediately, man. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, she's like, tomorrow he's in the tent. She's like, taking off her clothes. She's like, yeah, well, Wait right well, here. Our lovemaking will produce future <laughs> generations of of leaders, powerful <laughs> leaders. Yeah, and, and he's like, he's like uh-huh. oh, yeah, hold on, yeah, yeah. that's cool. He's and like, she's like, we got to get up at dawn. And he's like, whoa, I thought I could sleep in. What are you talking about, dawn? She's like, for the ceremony for our wedding. And he's like, ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have like the little cloud of dust as well, he or runs the, away. The Deathstalker <laughs> silhouette yeah, as he yeah, plowed through the side of the tent. Exactly. <laughs> That would have been beautiful. <laughs> it would have fit. Yeah, yeah. So it, would have. it would have fit this movie at that point. But then, of course, he you know he realizes this is not the lady for me. So he goes to try to find Rena, and, and somebody in the village is like, "She left like thirty minutes ago." And it's like, "Well, he's been in there like five. Yeah. But anyway, so he goes off movie to find time. her, and she's already been captured, right? She's she's being captured, attempted, raped. Oh, that's right, by more <laughs> yeah. reg- random. No, that's later on, dude. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he basically just catches up to her, and then they're like, all right, let's storm the castle. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is that what happens? I don't don't know. I mean, they they sneak in through the dungeon, I know that, and then they kind of get caught and get away easily. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, they get caught again. <laughs> it's 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 a series of like them getting yeah, caught. Well, well yeah. what happens is she gets caught by Sultana, mm-hmm. and then Sultana's gonna like boil her alive or whatever. Oh, that whole thing. So yeah, he, and then he get you know she. God, it, what is, is Sultan just like? Where's Deathstalker? Yeah, just tell me where Deathstalker she's like, is. I'm you. And of course, he, he walks in the door and he's just like, right here. Okay. He's like, sup, bitches. Yeah, and they have about like a forty-five second where fight. Where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a quick fight, and he stabs her, but like the rope has been set on fire, so mm-hmm. she's doomed to fall into the cauldron, and that's yeah. And this is where he tackles her. Yeah, he does a flying leap through the air as she's falling, and to, tackles her away away from, from the cauldron, away from this cauldron. Yeah. And they and land then she, safely, and and then she uh, 
She starts. She consults his knob. Or she, she consults <laughs> what? <laughs> she does kind of consult his. She knob. does, yeah, because yeah. he's like, we don't have time for this, and she's like, well, your top half doesn't have time for this, but your bottom your half, bottom half, ready to go. My hip, <laughs> and he just sort of makes like a wah wah face. Yeah. She might as well be singing like you know, Mark Kelly at this point. But <laughs> yeah. your body says yes. <laughs> and it just like fades to the next scene. It's like okay, well. Well, they both kind of like raise their eyebrows and laugh. Yeah, and then it's fade to. Yeah, it's like that should have been the commercial horse. break. <laughs> yeah, now we come back for the epilogue. That's when they storm the castle. Yeah, is this caught, when she gets get caught? caught immediately? Mm-hmm. Like, like Deathstalker's walking in. She's like, "Well, I have a feeling about something." He's like, "Don't say that." Every time you say that, something bad goes wrong, and immediately the door oh, shuts behind him. Oh, that's right, because because yeah. he gets separated and he's off with yeah, them, and then and she runs out, and that's when she gets almost raped, and that's when the Amazons show up to. Kick yeah. their asses. Right. Yeah. Jared captures Deathstalker. And right. meanwhile, he has raised Sultana back from the dead. Oh, yeah. Didn't Sultana de- capture Deathstalker? No, well, no. Well, she, she was, comes she, out and yeah. says, nobody kills him. I want to kill him. Right. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. So they put him and in their then, James Bond torture device. Yep. The meanwhile, pendulum. Yeah. yeah meanwhile, this is, meanwhile uh, Rena is outside, like, trying to sneak around. And three guards come up. And we get... <laughs> We get our Deathstalker one callback as they try to rape her. Finally, we'll get to lay claim to the title of this movie. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing is like, that's the first time she gets naked, basically. And you're like, boom. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, This is no, I don't want to. No, not that. Not like this. Yeah. (laughs) Not Not like like this. this. (laughs) No. No. So the Amazons immediately kill the dudes. Right. And they're like, yo. And they do like a secret nod. Yeah. <laughs> and so, we were making jokes sup, that we shouldn't have made. Uh, <laughs> we're always making jokes we shouldn't no, have made. No, I know. Tried. But apparently she makes a deal with the Amazons and like specifically Amazon, Amazon Prime. Up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it does take him about two days to show up. Yeah. But, uh, then, but then so we cut back to Deathstalker in the basement. Free shipping up to 32 Amazon bitches. <laughs> Yeah. Death, yes, Deathstalker's on the table. They got the pendulum with the blade swinging mm-hmm. back and forth, and he's down to literally sucking in his gut. And yeah. Well, it, they she he, Sultana comes over. Oh, that's right. And is, Where's the princess? And and I'm he's like, "Do you expect you. me to talk?" And she says, "No, I expect you to die." And we all threw things at the TV. And yeah. Got angry because we called it because we, called we knew it, it was it coming as soon as he was strapped on that table yeah. just that way. It's like obviously this Boo. is what they're going to do. But he is saved at the last minute by the pigmen guards who take him to the fake princess we haven't really talked yes, about. Yes, because right. the princess has summoned him. Because yeah. she wants but to they bone. Had a, yeah, well, she they wants, had a scene yeah. earlier with her where she basically she wants his like, death devoured a younger she dude. a dude. Yeah. But she doesn't need to do that anymore. I think she just wanted to fuck him to death. <laughs> I guess. Well, she's starting to go kind of evil. But basically, in the earlier scene, <laughs> she apparently ate the dude except for his face. Right. His face goes on the bed, yeah. which is nothing but faces. Right. right. I, the headboard. Yeah, she, Creepy and disturbing faces. But they, they also yeah. turn sort of wooden. because she like got an old yeah, bronze. Like I, she sucked the life out of him and then harvested his face to put yeah, on her yeah. headboard of faces. Uh-huh. Either way, it looks it looks like the the Freddy with all the souls sticking out of him. And yeah. I can't even remember which one that was. Freddy's it's pretty dead, dope headboard. The Nightmare on Elm will like it. Yeah. Whichever yeah. one had all yeah. the Freddy's all the little souls sticking out of him. Yeah. But that's yeah. kind of what the what the headboard of her bed looks like. Mm-hmm. It's but, a headboard. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, De- she brings in Deathstalker and he's just like, hey. What's going on? Yeah, you, you look kind of familiar. Yep. I've seen you. And I love that he knows that she's like the evil one because this has all been explained to him. He's like, he totally pulls a bond. He's like, if I can get laid, why well. why would I not get laid? Well, the weird thing is, is that he has put off 
the the good princess through the entire movie. She's always yeah. like, "Time to have sex with me," and he's like, "No, not right now, <laughs> not, no." But the evil one, he's like, uh, "Yeah, boning time." It's that well, whole Madonna whore thing. He could destroy the purity of the good yeah. one, uh, but he'd fuck the shit out of the bad one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, he knew the evil one was into some crazy shit. Right, <laughs> ruin that right. bitch. He's like anything More fun I suggest, this chick's gonna go for. So, yeah, but this, let's do this. This love scene, air quotes, goes on for a little bit long. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of grinding and it's a little uncomfortable. Cinemax style <laughs> yeah. dry humping. Yep. It's, it's like you're waiting for a joke. You're wait. This movie's been so jokey up to this point that you come to like this seven like minute sex scene and you're like, ah. You're almost expecting him to like grab her breast and go, Har. yeah, just something, just like weird Har. objects are going to show up in the scene or like you know yeah. someone's going to tap out and someone else will take over, just some sort of joke. But it never happens. It's just breasts and ass grabbing. Yeah, but eventually she starts kind of growling and he gets this weird look, like, uh, yeah. 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 I made this, this is, I made this a huge a, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we discuss a safe word before now? <laughs> yeah, but about that time, pandemonium, 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 tippy toe. The real princess hits her over the head with a little statue, knocks her out, mm-hmm. and, oh. then, and then like gives him this look, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I was tempted by she. Re- she reminded me of somebody so, else. Yeah, come on, yeah. she, she was bad. so beautiful, and I that, couldn't resist. That that line totally works on her. She's just she's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised. Well, and then he's like. Just out of curiosity, how the hell did you get in here? And she's like, it's my castle. <laughs> it's of course my I know how to get in it's here. It's actually my bed. <laughs> she, yeah, she goes on him, on him for a while. There. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Uh, and this bong. this starts them. They So they decide we're going to go through the castle and we're going to find Lazar and... <laughs> <laughs> laser <laughs> Johnny Laser. Yeah. Well, they're gonna go. Zap. They're gonna kill the bad laser. chick, and they're gonna head head in. And, right. But they go out into the courtyard, and immediately there's like fifty guards, Sultana, and all of them are like, "All right, now you're screwed, Death Stalker." Right. We gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. And Laser is like, you know, like I, I could do something. I could show you my skills or whatever. But eh, just kill him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "Well, it's one versus a hundred And she's like, "No, it's two versus a hundred yeah, and then whatever. he's like, yeah, whatever. And then all the Amazons suddenly show up and start killing everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. It just becomes like the Amazons and the dudes all run at each other. And then it's just one of those fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that all the main people can escape. Yeah. And there's weird yeah. ass lightning shooting in every once in a while. Yeah. Where's the lightning? Like the sorcerer guy. He just, wasn't doing he just, it though. No, but he just like, eh, lightning. And then he went away. Yeah. yeah. So the it lightning was mostly was just killing on, his guys too. That was the weird. Yeah. That was weird. I, I don't know where. See, I think just, there was some other sorcerer somewhere. Like cut from the movie. Yeah. Yes. Like one of the Amazons warrior. Perhaps one of the female American gladiators. Electra. <laughs> Blaze, <laughs> Nitro, Gemini. But, but what this does is this sets up Go. so so that Rena can fight the evil princess, right? While sneaking through a room that she doesn't seem to understand. But even was before that, like when they're she's like, "I'm off to kill the other person," and he just kind of gives her this nod, like, "All right, all right, yeah, yeah sweet, like, kill it." I'm into like this killing chick. thing, yeah. so, baby. You're gonna get yeah. evil after yeah. all. Yeah, yeah and, and he meanwhile he's gone after Johnny Laser. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um. <laughs> Johnny Laser. Johnny Laser. But so she's sneaking around in the basement, you know, after immediate, like moments before saying, yeah, I know this whole place. I know everything. Mm-hmm. And she's like, apparently lost. Yeah. Because they just keep doing jump cuts with her looking around. Or maybe That's it's one of those mystical room. rooms. Because yeah, it's, no, it's just that it's just goofy that movie bullshit. nonsense. Yeah. It's just like someone hiding in a it's tree and popping out. It's of, like the hallway of doors. It's yeah. that trick. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the. It's just yeah. dumb. It's just yeah. a way to do going in one door, coming out the other. Yeah, yeah. Three fucking stooges is what it is. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Death stooges. And then they, <laughs> but the evil chick pops out. <laughs> yeah, 
boom. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> boom. Knife to the knife to the chest, uh-huh. and that's over with. We're like, uh-huh. all right, yeah, yeah, that worked. And then she turns. And into Rena a just seems smoke. like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she turns into a puddle of smoke, and that's when Rena's like, ew, gross. Grody. <laughs> it's actually what she said. <laughs> yeah, ew, I just gross. remembered the other Valley Girl thing she said what? when they were going into the graveyard. <laughs> I swear to God, it sounded like, this place is pooky. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. She said pooky. She did say pooky. Pooky. Because we kept saying that for like seven minutes. We were just Why? like, ew, it's all pooky. <laughs> pooky little thing like Not of that. <laughs> Forgot all about pooky. Yeah, pooky. <laughs> <laughs> she just for some reason dropped her ass on that. <laughs> oh my god, it's pokey. Well, the, that soccer did something in horrible English too. He 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 said was instead of were at yeah, some point yes. for a line I, of dialogue. Well, yeah, he told Sultana, "I thought you was dead." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you was dead. Yeah, it's like where did that come from? Hey, I'm deaf, stalker. Same <laughs> <laughs> thing. This thing is all over the place. Yeah, it's just I think in they a had good way. But hours to get out of Argentina. Place. They're like, hurry, film. Just what do you say? Fuck it, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> they only had work visas for for a you know a him day and, and Johnny half. Laser got a fight. Go <laughs> for one day. Yeah. Stop, stop being death stalker and he became deer stalker. <laughs> I thought you was. <laughs> uh, so yeah so johnny laser fights fights mm-hmm. death stalker and they actually have a decent little sword fight it's going a on. decently like, choreographed like they do a, yeah they do an actually a pretty long take of them going back and forth yeah on uh like they're shitty, going up the stairs shitty swords yeah oh, given what they've got swords, but it's fine yeah yeah it's like it feels like hey these guys actually rehearsed this and they did yeah. they rehearsed it for two weeks according to the trivia so yeah. Yeah. and they did a good job they just had shitty equipment yeah, yeah. and he actually does a, he does a pretty good stunt like johnny lasers up on the table and he takes a like a giant candelabra and flips him over his head and yeah, yeah that was lands good. on his back i mean yeah, actually some he does like a backflip yeah. up the stairs yeah I mean, it's some good stuff. I mean, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, good job, guys. It was actually better than the sword fight at the end of the first one. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that one was pretty dumb. shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, hey, yeah, well, just sucked. Yeah, well he, well, he wasn't even a sword guy. That was like yeah. one of the things they set yeah. up right away. Is like, Jarek is a powerful sorcerer, and he's a master swordsman, mm-hmm. and he's the so, best yeah. swordsman around. Because yeah. they just show him killing henchmen. Because he's for like fun. using he's them practicing. as practice. Oh yeah, yeah just get next. Kill this guy. He's got a pile of bodies on the floor. Yeah, but they fight, and he ends up killing him with his own sword because he does the. You know, clasp your hands together as you're about to get stabbed, and right. through his sheer manly strength, that death stalkeriness. Well, he like elbows well, he the sword he, he, and he breaks it. Yeah, yeah, he shoves the sword into the door behind mm-hmm. him, and then just uh, and then, karate chops the sword, and then takes the broken bit and jabs it up the dude's neck mm-hmm. in his yeah. neck hole. <laughs> yep, kills Jared. Yeah. Then they have their happy, happy, joy, joy ending. From tobacco. You know, the real. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does give him a tracheotomy. Sometimes you die from a broken sword in the face. (laughs) Oh, wow. But they they have their happy, happy ending. Real princess is up there and... Kind of yeah, like, and and says, "Hey, the reward that we had for you is me." Yeah. We searched the coffers and we found this whiny bitch yeah. for you. <laughs> yep, hooray, uh, Deathstalker. And Deathstalker's like, "Well, okay." And they, right, they shut the door it. on Deathstalker and say yeah. the end. Yep, yep. you're stuck until the next one. Right. So, that's the end the of Deathstalker, or is it? <laughs> it's the end of this yeah. movie. Well, but, yeah, they do close the curtains and put a the end yeah. on the, the doors, screen. the literal castle yeah, doors. Yeah. And then we get bloopers. See you yeah. again. Oh, yeah. just some, Not some very good. good so, I don't know. The, the chick trying to fire the arrow and it just falls. Okay, yeah, yeah, that one was funny. <laughs> but yeah. But, yeah oh, and and just, then, God damn it, that's hot. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does her grab the door. <laughs> he got the door threatening the zombies. Just, ah, God damn it, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the funniest <laughs> laugh we got out of the movie. Yeah. 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 All right, let's rate this thing. Yeah. Uh, while it's a catchy theme song, that Stargrove. We'll get s- no, no, Stargrove. No, Stargrove. Stargrove. No. This is called an honorable mention. Stargrove because 
It's <laughs> it's like the last chase in Lethal Force. It's the kind of theme that they just will reuse and reuse and reuse. So that's how it gets stuck in your head. Right. Does not a good, good song make. No, it's good. No. no. It's great. I give it a star girl. It's my own personal star girl. Okay, well. <laughs> well, you're on your own little island on that okay, one, Chuck. I'll just tweet it. You make up your own award and give it out, because you can't give a star girl without... Fine. It's without, a ch- he gets, it's yeah. a, gets without a, a majority. It's a Grove star. <laughs> there you go. It's Super a star Grove star. <laughs> so let's get some real ratings. Okay, here. fine. Okay. Hmm, boy. Boy. I I wish this hadn't have been a Deathstalker movie. Why is that? Because it doesn't feel like Deathstalker. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The Deathstalker that I know and love. Um, <laughs> and I wish I had seen it without any death like if they had called him like stalker death or, or ted <laughs> stalker death pi or ted, something ted, else ted stalker death yeah ted, ted stalker death. ted stalkerman yeah ted stalker sure um or whatever mike hawk i don't i don't care <laughs> mike Call stalk yeah, mike stalk mike hawk is pretty goofy yeah. i'm gonna say you made That's a movie about it. it yeah um <laughs> so Folks. Since this is if if it wasn't a Deathstalker movie, uh huh, I think this would be definitely be at least three jocks. Okay, because I found it quite amusing. Right, because it's a Deathstalker movie, <laughs> it only gets two jocks. Oh, sorry, Deathstalker two. Weak. I'm also giving it two jocks. Um, it's just it's it's fun, but it goes a little too crazy in the goofy range. Like it just it becomes a thing. Like you're too self aware. Just stop. Just be goofy, but don't point at the camera and be goofy, sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And the couple of times of stealing awful lines and jokes that fall completely That's, flat. Uh, there was a lot of Raiders and Han Solo esque yeah. stuff just lifted and put in this movie. But it's a stupid enough movie that it's kind of fun. So yeah, yeah. I would recommend it a little bit more than a one jocks movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've seen Deathstalker, you're gonna watch Deathstalker too, especially if you right. bought the thing. Just be prepared that it's not the same. No. No. Just treat it like an extra to the terrific mm. Deathstalker. Yeah. It's like if they made a Deathstalker kind of comedy. It's like the Three yeah. Stooges. Well, I mean, it is a straight up comedy. Yeah, naked Deathstalker. Exactly. <laughs> From the files of Deathstalker. Mm-hmm. Chuck? I'm going to give it three. Three jocks. Um, You're an awfully generous man there. It's fine. You know, I mean... It's, no, it's not. It's not necessarily what I wanted. I wanted more crazy of the first Deathstalker and less crazy jokey. But I, we had a good time watching it. And and it was there was sort of that joyful moment when we all sort of realized, oh no, this is a comedy. <laughs> that was sort of fun. Everyone just sort of realizing, oh, this movie's got jokes. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm at three also. Yeah. I I had a lot more fun than I was expecting to have with it. I just yeah. I when it is playing itself as a comedy, it almost it kind of takes some of the fun out of it in that it's it's already joking at itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas Deathstalker, we had such a riotous time <laughs> yeah, making I mean, all the jokes for it yeah. because it's so damn serious. Right. But it's so damn goofy. Yeah. Whereas this one is just like, all right, we know we're goofy, so let's just run with it. And mm-hmm. that takes some of the fun out of it, I think would be a lot higher if they had played it straight. But with that guy, I don't even think that's possible. I, it's not. It's but, no, absolutely like, that guy is a straight up comedic actor yeah. more than anything. He's but not he's a good comedic that, actor. But I mean, but... it's... Marmy grin on his face. <laughs> yeah, but God, that wrestling scene just goes on and on and on, and it's like, all right, we got the joke, guys. You can, 
you can trim it down a bit. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of padding in this, and there's stock footage from the first one, which is just, to me, unacceptable. It just don't even, because none of it's ever crucial. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's just like establishing shots. Yeah. But it's like, oh, they're in the same kingdom. No, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. But it just it doesn't even look like the same area. Yeah. Like when they're in the bar, it's all the lowly lit. Yeah. And then, you know, cut to the new set, which is just basically just sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not not terrible by any means. Nah, but watch for, it. First Deathstalker is a lot more fun. Yeah. But I think when you're done with Deathstalker, you'll want a little more Deathstalker. Watch yeah. Deathstalker. If you give him a Deathstalker, yeah. he'll want but a wait a Deathstalker there are, too. There are Nubile women <laughs> wait 80 in this movie. Yes. So there are there some is fabulous that. breasts. Yes. Yes. There is probably 20 gratuitous expressions of freedom. Okay, sure. Sure. So stay tuned for episode 185 where we do Deathstalker 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That'll be 80 episodes from now. <laughs> Give or take. All right. Let's take a break, shall Check we? math, no. Yes, break. Right, and welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Harmonies. <laughs> so we have some movies to talk about in the second half. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little movie that came out that we were going to talk about. At least Mackie and I. Yeah. It's Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yes. I've mm-hmm. heard of that one. I think a couple people have heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a movie. It is kind of low budget deal. Yeah, it's a character piece mm-hmm. set in a restaurant <laughs> where these two guys they're having dinner. One of them is no, never mind. One, one of them is a bat. My, one my dinner with Batman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> coffee. I would watch that actually. <laughs> I would totally <laughs> watch my dinner with Batman. That would be pretty good. Let me tell you about this time I was living with hippies. <laughs> coffee and bat cigarettes. Yep. Yes, I just actually made an actual reference to my. I dinner. know. Yeah, thank you. All right. So, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Uh huh. We were worried about Dark Knight Rises a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I I generally really liked it. Um. The second half of the movie is a lot better than the first half of the movie. Yes. Um, it's kind of almost two completely different movies. <laughs> I mean, it's like there's almost like a literal point in the movie where it's like, oh, this is like a new movie just became, began here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's such a, a dramatic shift in what happens in the movie. Yeah, there's it's especially compared to Dark Knight. There's an excessive amount of setup, mm-hmm. which I mean, it, it's still interesting but there's a lot of just biding time, almost, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But because it was interesting, it never felt like it was padding out the movie or making it longer than it needed to be. Right. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think when it all is said and done and it's over, I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. I am not... It's not my favorite of the of the trilogy. No, by it was of my least yeah. of the three, but it's still, that doesn't make it a bad movie. Right. But uh, obviously people that didn't like the second one, especially, really aren't going to like this one. Yeah. And I actually watched Batman Begins that night after uh, after seeing Dark Knight Rises. And yeah, Batman Begins is better than I remember it being. Yeah. I, I, I will say that it is. I love that movie. That so movie much. is so solid obviously. in so many ways. Yeah. And I realize that one relies a lot less on coincidence and suspension of disbelief uh-huh. in order to work. Whereas this one, there's still a lot of stuff where 
coincidences and things you just have to overlook in order to keep the plot going, make it work. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, is the huge problem that so many people have with Dark Knight Rise or with Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, with any of these movies or almost any quote unquote superhero movie, no matter how real you make it, there will be something ridiculous and beyond belief. And Mm -hmm. you have to get over that. I mean, like in Batman Begins, it's the microwave water thing. You know, it's like you just have to accept that this thing exists in this universe. This is what it does. And this is how the bad guys are going to use it. You have to overlook the fact that it's not affecting humans, that you're 75% water. <laughs> it's not, you know, making people vaporize and, yeah. and, you know, that it's going by. But, you know, it's, it, yeah. And the, and the second one is like, you have to understand it's like the Joker is so good Joker at planning shit. Yeah, he's clairvoyant <laughs> that he's so good at planning shit. He just knows kind of mm-hmm. exactly what's going to happen all the time. Yeah. You know, so it's like you just have to, you have to get past these little things. Yeah. And the big issue I have with, with this one is Bane is not nearly as compelling as the Joker is. No. Joker is a super interesting character that you just like, I just remember watching that having no idea where things were going or what was about to happen. Whereas this one felt more like once things get in motion, you're like, okay, I see where this is going. Right. Which isn't a bad thing, but to me, that's what makes dark Knight a better movie. Yeah. And I mean, he's obviously an extremely compelling villain because when he's on screen, you're like, What's he going to say or do next? I mean, everything, every little motion he makes is obviously an Oscar-winning performance, and it's like you've got Bane now with the goat yeah, mask on his face. Yeah, he's and, hamstrung by the goat mask, and and, and uh, I still, I think, poor ADR. I, I there's just yes. still something well, wrong. about Honestly, it. whoever handled the sound mix on this film, I hope they never work again. Yeah, because I mean, there are scenes where Michael Caine is drowned out by the music, where other characters speaking, Anne Hathaway. There's a lot of times I could not understand what she was saying either because music and effects and everything else was overpowering the dialogue. Yeah, and that that might be better. They might fix it for home release or something, or you know, maybe it was I can at least turn on subtitles or something. You know, maybe it's like it's the way the theater is configured, and it's you know, there's two, there's more surround sound than there would be like in your home environment. Yeah, yeah well, I don't know. The both of us we saw it at a real IMAX theater. Yeah, we we went to different showings, but mm-hmm. this is not a an uncommon problem. Like other theaters, people have said okay. they had a lot of issues with the sound. Sure. And it's it's a frustrating part where it's like, this is a basic, you, you've made a $250 million movie. Get the sound right. Yeah. You know, I should be able to understand what characters are saying, especially when it's not someone like Bane who has his voice all muffled because of this thing. Right. So, but no, I, Tom Hardy's good. He's just, his character is very much just menacing more than anything. Yeah. Because he's trained just like Batman, so you know that he can <laughs> beat the crap out of Batman if he wants to. Right. It's like a guy with the same training, but, but can, stronger and yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah and I mean, Anne Hathaway, I she was my biggest worry with mm-hmm. the movie, and I thought she was really good. Yeah, I, did I too. think you know when you see the casting, you look at her, you're like, "That's Catwoman, really." But they use her to their advantage because she can play as very innocent looking and you know, that seems like someone that would be able to do the Catwoman stuff better than, you know, someone that's, that looks like they're trained to do that sort of stuff. Right. So I think that's why she works though. Her motivations get a little confusing to say the least, Mm -hmm. but, um, and a completely unspoilery, unspoilery, (laughs) I don't know. That's a word. Unspoilery. Unspoilery way. I, really really liked the very ending of this movie like and i would pay i know that's probably controversial to say i would pay vast sums of money to see 
the next movie. Like the way the movie that they set up for, I feel like would be an amazing movie, like better than this movie. Like not to say this movie's mm-hmm. bad, it's just like the next movie would be even better. And it's kind of a shame that it's most likely not going to happen at least under this creative team at all. No, it's well they're going to go full reboot with everything, but they should just pick it up from this and, you know, with different people just play it off like, okay, new team, let's do this. Like mm-hmm. like a Bond thing just you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not different director, different actors all around, but you know, keep going. But yeah, I did love the last ten minutes or mm-hmm. so when basically they wrap everything up. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's solid. It's well worth seeing. But if you weren't sold on the second one, you're not going to be sold on this one either. Probably not. No. And you know, I I it's one of those things I still don't understand how there are people that just hate Christopher Nolan and everything he does because I mean, the man. I mean. The man has talent. That's all I can say is I understand why if people have certain styles that people hate, but I just, he made a solid movie in his style. Yeah. So speaking of Batman, are we Chuck? (laughs) Really? Just go ahead. Get it out quickly. Do you want me to do this? What's happening? (laughs) Oh man. I I rewatched the first two Batman movies and okay. I can't imagine anyone looking at Batman returns and not liking it. Well, imagine it. Pretty, I, pretty I, damn I imagined hard. it. Imagine it real hard. I, I know, and I'm not saying it to call you out. I just, I just and watching them back to back is just like Jesus. The second one, it's just in every way superior to the first one. Every single way. I do need to watch the first one again. I watched Returns, you know, after our little yeah argument way back when. Right. I don't even need to watch it. I know how good they both are. <laughs> yeah. Well, they both are good. Boom. I, I feel bad watching the, the first Keaton one, though, in a world that Batman Begins exists in because Batman Begins gave me the Batman movie I didn't know I wanted. Like, I was fine with Batman and Batman Returns, and then Batman mm-hmm. Begins came along, and I was like, oh, this this is what I wanted. I wanted this. And then you mm-hmm. go back and look at those, and you're like, ah, we call those the serious Batmans, and those things yeah. are goofy. Batman. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to mention But yeah, that. Jack Nicholson is so good. That man had no shame during that film at all. That's why it works. I, it's a, it's amazing that a serious actor just went so balls out. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I mean, that dude was just gone. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway. So anyway. I watched why didn't anyone so. feel shame for Batman Returns? Huh? I said, why didn't anybody feel shame for Batman Returns? God, there was no, no one's performances in that were, were out of control. Hmm. No, you're absolutely right. Right. I, I am. <laughs> Danny DeVito shouldn't gonna... feel any shame for that. No, 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 no he should he not. Was he was a creepy, freakish he did son it of a bitch. Very well for a creature that grew up in the sewers. Uh huh. All was right. Raised by penguins. Let's let's just move totally. on. Let's just get <laughs> totally. The... Let's talk about something we won't fight about, which is our universal love for the next Bond movie. Planet. Wait. Which the next Bond movie we're going to talk about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this week Planet. it's Diamonds Are Forever. Yay. And Chuck is overstating that whole universal part. <laughs> One of my favorite themes. I'll just say that. Wait, what? Because it's, it, it's better than I remember. Because it's uh, uh, Shirley Bassey. Oh, I, well. I think her themes are the best. Yeah. But this one I just felt like. I don't know. I felt like she was phoning this one in. <laughs> yeah, that's how what? I felt. Have she you, was just saying Diamonds Are Forever over and over again. Well, I mean, you can't fault her for shitty lyrics, necessarily. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, them. if you read the trivia for this movie, she's singing about a penis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's what they told her. Just imagine you're singing about a penis. What? Yeah. She belted that motherfucker out. I know. And yeah. it, I don't know if when the 
the 60, the Jubilee thing for the queen, mm-hmm. that old woman in England. Um, <laughs> oh, that one. Off. The queen um, of England, yes. Yeah, that lady. Um, <laughs> Shirley Bassey sang Diamonds Are Forever for at, her? The, at the big celebration. Wow, yeah. that's wildly inappropriate. Yeah, the queen, queen loves penises. <laughs> well, you know. Well, she likes to call them the royal scepter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she knows, you know she liked penis at least once. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. But... Anyway. Shirley Bassey still got it, and she yeah. belted that fucker out. No, she belts it out fine. I just think it's a dumb song. Yeah, I got to go with you on that one. Okay. So. All right. So I, I'm taking you really like Diamonds Are Forever. Loved it. Okay. Chuck. For Chuck. completely the opposite reasons that I loved Goldfinger. I think Goldfinger is a solid movie. I think Diamonds Forever is ridiculous, <laughs> and yeah. but in a joyful way. So it just just like it got to a point where I was just like, you know what? Great. Do whatever you want, movie. I'm on board. Okay, my issue with Diamonds Are Forever. All right. Diamonds Are Forever is what happens when you write your script on the bus on the way to school. <laughs> and you're like, what did we have that we've... What do we need? All right. We need main villain. Okay, well, mm-hmm. Blofeld. Fuck, why not? Sure. God, I was so... I had forgotten most of Diamonds Are Forever, and I was so ticked when I realized that the villain was Blofeld again, I was like, fuck. Yeah. A, another recast Blofeld yeah, and not, but the right choice for that dude at all. No, no terrible. But, but choice. I mean, everything about it to me just feels like they ran out of gas and they were just, what are our, what, did, what plots did we toss away last time? What villains did we toss away last time? Oh, get these, this gay couple. Let's use them. <laughs> Because we've, we've had them on the back burner. We wanted to use them, but they just didn't work in the other ones. <laughs> so, Mr. Kid, Mr. Wint, let's throw them in there. And then Bambi and Thumper. That sounds fun. <laughs> Two chicks. Let's just get a scene with them in there. Okay. I mean, it's... Yeah. I'm just... I'm so glad Connery didn't phone it in. No, he... He was having a lot more fun yes. than he was having in... In You Only Live Twice. Oh, he couldn't give it a shit. However, that. that's he because looked, he was doing all the riggings for his new boat in, in his yeah. head the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. But honestly, he like he looked like he'd aged 15 years in the four years between these two movies. It was a little jarring when you first see him. You're like, oh. Well, and then the one like they have a fucking nude scene with him and he's got the fucking spare tire hanging out walking yeah. around. She's like, oh, there's more to you, Mr. Bond. I'm like, yeah, and your fucking gut, Connery. <laughs> Stopped working out, huh, buddy? Yeah, he was awfully nude in that scene. Yeah. Like, we were seeing way too much of that shot. <laughs> yeah, and Jill St. John, what is going on in that movie with her? Okay. She starts out like smart, whip smart, criminal mastermind type person. Yeah. And by the end... She's going eek. <laughs> she is... Com- she has her IQ has dropped into the fifties. She's yeah. a complete idiot by the end of that movie. Yeah, and she started out so strong and smart. And Pond fucked the smarts I read out of her. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I, yeah. I mean that scene with the machine gun at the very end. It's embarrassing. Oh. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" It is embarrassing. Well, I actually, is. I actually watched this one with Jen, and she's like, "Man, this movie's really insulting to women." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> this one is worse than all the other ones are." The the misogyny in this one is amped up. I mean, it is. I mean, there are little moments in all the ones before it, you know, like when he's slapping girls on the ass and it's like, go away now, man talk or whatever, you know, stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, he's Bond. But this, I mean, he's like slapping women and calling him a bitch. And yeah, I mean, even though that was sort of a part of the ruse and everything, it was it was still. Yeah, it was it was odd. It it was unsettling a little bit. Yeah, it 
Should we even talk about the, the absolute most goofy things in this movie? Moon buggy. Moon buggy. But no, even setting up the fucking moon buggy. <laughs> Those astronauts what, did not what? bring character. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I love that. I I lost my shit at that scene when he when he breaks into the moon landing. Mm-hmm. And the guys are faking the moon landing, and then <laughs> and they're still walking in slow motion yes, with moon gravity. Yes, it's when great. he runs by, they still move in slow motion like they're on the moon. Chasing after him like they're on the moon and he's not. It's and then he in it. Without any hesitation, jumps in that moon buggy like this is the situation going to and work. Goes, this is the best escape route I have. Is to steal the moon buggy. Yeah, because yeah, they're faking the moon landing, so obviously the moon buggy works as a functional vehicle. Absolutely. <laughs> and it does. It has crazy robot arms. <laughs> the arms are going crazy. The dish is spinning on top. God. You wish it had had a robot voice like, no, stop. But <laughs> Please stop stealing me. <laughs> but that's the thing. So much of everything, much like You Only Live Twice, I appreciated it ironically. Yeah. I was laughing at it. Yeah. And I know that they want you to because, I mean, they're very cheeky about it at this point. Sure. It's like they're not playing it straight at all anymore. That's why I loved it. This movie was just basically like, yeah, whatever. Just throw that in there. Just go. Yeah, do that. That's fantastic. Just do that. I mean, the plot of this movie makes no sense because it's like MI6 is getting involved in this diamond caper for no reason at all, even though they try to explain it. The only explanation is this will be very detrimental to our company and the government. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, that's how we'll we'll deal with this. And the only reason to get Bond involved in this is because Blofeld ends up being connected to it. Yeah. That's and the that's, only reason. And there was a point, like when before he finally got up on the and and found Blofeld where I was just like, where are they going with it? Why is Bond even bothering <laughs> exactly. with any of this? There was a huge stuff. chunk of it where it was just like, what is he doing? Why is he even here? I mean, I mean, like, I did enjoy the car chase with where he's got that, where he's got the red car, and mm-hmm. yeah, when they drive around the same, uh, you know, yeah, the, section of Fremont Street, of Fremont over, Street over again. where hundreds of people are just lined up on the streets oh, yeah, watching what it. What the fuck? Like back then, man, you yeah, could not get a then, crowd to leave watching a movie. Like New York scenes are particularly bad in the '60s. Just people standing everywhere watching the movie being filmed. I just but, can't imagine that they walk around everybody like, okay, you can stand here, but you have to sign this waiver that you may die in this car. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah, then, man, yeah, it didn't people didn't care. But. Life was cheap in the '60s. <laughs> but yeah, the, the stunt driving in that was great. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And, and then they actually do the the uh, two wheel stunt for real. Yeah, like that's what's crazy about. Yeah. Like you know, nowadays, like oh, they just did CG, whatever. Like no. They got that car on two wheels and kept it there. Yeah. yeah, it may have had a thing, some sort of brace keeping it up. I don't know because no, when they exit, are, when they yeah, exit the tunnel, specialists that yeah. do that shit. Yeah, okay. when they exit the tunnel and they show the bottom of the car and it yeah. comes back down, I mean, there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some there's some great stunt work in it, and a lot of times too, I was impressed that that Connery was actually doing a lot of the stuff. Like they show him driving at one point. They showed him jumping off the little tiny three-wheeler yeah clearly it was him yeah Yeah, they show that they show like when he's up in that that lift to get onto the oil thing at the end that's him i mean you know i mean these aren't mind-blowing things but you know you think about connery at the time not giving a shit and he's sort of doing all of these things you know even though that scaling the building was a set he's still hanging off this thing Mm -hmm. and climbing up it and doing stuff why were the three-wheelers so tiny I was trying to figure that out. I'm watching them. Why are these like little kid three wheelers? I don't know. They're it's awesome. so bizarre. It's crazy. He no, looks so undignified too yeah, when he hopped yeah. on that. When they like have little flags, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, they rented these from some kids park in yeah. Las Vegas. And now the whole yes, the whole circus circus scene. What the shit is going on there? I that's when it, that's when the movie officially lost me because I'm like, what the fuck is going? Why is this in this movie? The elephants playing the slot machine. <laughs> 
and then and the gorilla the, 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 the... Uh, that that uh, that actually made me laugh because I was like, God, that was that was an amazing time when they could just fucking freak kids out and everybody yeah. was like, that's funny. Yeah. Kids are running away screaming. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that whole thing was weird. Just just him being in Circus Circus was weird. Like him dealing with with rednecks in Vegas felt dirty to me. Like like. This is not the exotic locale that no. Bond needs to be in. This no. is gross. Yeah, he they, needs to go to the French Riviera and pl- play back right yeah. not Vegas. It's like when he yeah. showed up in that first casino. And it's shitty in his, old Vegas, yeah. too. Well, he shows up in that first casino with his tux on, and I'm like, dude, you are way overdressed for this place. I wish he'd had sort of a moment where it was just like, oh, <laughs> these people are rednecks. But. I, <sighs> yeah. And, yeah. I, I, but you love it. I do because it's I, I love it for for and it was the one that made me laugh out loud the most there there was one scene early on and it's so funny how different the first half of this movie is than the second like like that elevator fight without music is done really well yeah. for like how would two people fight in an elevator like this it would be mm-hmm. awkward and they would be clamoring into things and you know they they wouldn't have a lot of room to maneuver and it would be just this clumsy fight they do that well. But there's like the scene where Bond gets a phone call and it's like Peter Franks or whatever has escaped and and they cut back to the scene where Bond was and he's not there anymore and the music just goes what? <laughs> it's just like what? <laughs> well, I love that he's in the he's in the street doing the hug yourself and make it look like oh yeah out with oh yeah he does the Ralph Mouth bit of, <laughs> of making out with yourself. Uh, it's like good one Bond. <laughs> but you know just they teach you that in spy school. Yeah. But just like when the when plenty of tool shows up, I'm just like really plenty old tool. Jesus Christ, you've officially lost your minds on these names. And I, it's funny because like when I saw The Rock again, and he's you know when Nicholas Cage comes in, and says, my name is Stanley Goodspeed, and he's like, but of course you are. I was like, okay, everyone knows that's a Bond line. But then like watching all these, I was like, he hasn't said it yet. When does he say it? So finally, this is the movie where mm-hmm. I'm plenty old tool, but of course you are. <laughs> And then, you know, him saying wrong pushy and <laughs> Bout like did a spit take when that happened. Like when he said that, I was I don't know. There uh, there was just so many things in this that just made me laugh. The, the the thing that made me most mad though was the the opening sequence because it's so badly done. He he should it he should have this bloodlust for Blofeld, which he sort of is trying to convey without ever acknowledging why. Like he mm-hmm. never acknowledges why, ever. The only other thing they do is when Money Penny asks him to bring back a ring, and he gives her a weird look. Yeah, and yeah, that's it. But that's it. They 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 never really acknowledge the end of the other movie at all. It's just like, okay, he's pissed off. He wants to kill Blofeld. He thinks he kills Blofeld, and time to move on. And then when Blofeld reveals that he's back, he's just sort of like, oh. And it bugs me that that guy was in You Only Live Twice also as yeah. an informant. I know. Like it's like, oh come on. I know the casting is always. There's, there's another Felix Leiter. You know, like like the sixth Felix Leiter. No, that's great, though. <laughs> that I don't care about. And yet again, it's a totally different build and stature and accent on the guy. It's like they don't even try. Yeah, the only Felix Leiter that actually looked like he was probably a field agent was the one in Dr. No. Yeah. Everyone else has been like this dumpy little guy. Yeah, it looks like yeah. he's been sitting in a cop car eating donuts all day. <laughs> right. I know. So, yeah. I just, you know, for, for Connery's last film, I thought he had a good time and it translated over into yeah. the oh, yeah. film for me. I just, I'm afraid this is going to be my lowest one. Oh, it is my lowest oh, thus far. Also. Come on. Yep. Yeah. Oh my it, God. It's, 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 it's just, a schizophrenic movie. The first part is the first half is good and serious mostly. Yeah. And then it just evolves into that whole second act insanity of the moon buggy and circus circus. <laughs> yes. And then it like kind of comes back around to being serious where, you know, they do the, 
infiltrate the base and switch the tapes and then it just gets goofy again and <laughs> i love that that let the like blowfield's plan is never even the focus of the movie like like he's holding the the countries of the world at ransom and never once do you see the negotiation or anything it's just like i'm holding them for ransom cut okay they've given in to your demands it's like there's not even any interaction yeah at all I, I just love that, that Blofeld's plan in all these is crazy-ass space bullshit, except for Honor Majesty's Secret Service, where he's running an allergy clinic. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a mind-control clinic. I know, but, I'm just, but still, yeah. in I'm You just, Only Live Twice, he's eating spaceships, and, and yeah. in this, he's giant space diamond laser. I'm just glad this is the last Blofeld-centric plot, because of the lawsuit that happened. Yeah. That th- from that point forward, they're like, we can't use Blofeld anymore. I'm, to me, thank God. Yeah. Because, like, I... After this one, I'm like, I'm done with Blofeld just doing stupid shit. Well, they should have just had, they should have had some other big bad in lurking in the background, not always the main villain. Yeah, bigger than Blofeld guy. Like, okay, yeah. okay, Blofeld, like a new you number fucked one. up for the well, last time. They should have had him give him a chance to actually catch and kill Blofeld, which arguably he did in this one again. Yeah, you know, I mean, but I mean, still, there should have been that moment where it's like, okay, Blofeld's dead now. There's a new number one of of Spectre. Yeah, because they established that in one movie where it's like there are all these, you know. Yeah, and Thunderball, Number, yeah. everyone reports in. Yeah, but then that's, you never see that again. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't necessarily agree that it was bad that, like, Spectre goes away, and, I mean, I don't think Spectre goes away, per Spectre se. Spectre does also. Yeah, does it? Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, at that point, it's always random Bond villain yeah, before the movie. Yeah, it's just crazy person. There's never, I kind of like the overarching plot of the early ones. Yeah. Yeah. There's like some evil organization that's as powerful as MI6. That's, that's kind of yeah, the thing I'd that... say so, but... With this one, it just feels like, all right, we've already treaded all this ground. Sure. Already. Yeah. I just, it would be nice to see, it would be nice to see it come back to like modern times where script writing might actually be important, where it's a, mm-hmm. not just a crutch, but you could actually create a, you know, an X-Files style conspiracy plot. Well, I thought that's what they were trying to do in the first Daniel Craig one, because they mentioned the whole Spectre thing. They well, sort of rename it. What is it? Quantum? Isn't that what they're calling him now? Is yeah. that why it's called Quantum of Solace? But there's not an, there's still not an overarching plot. No. But I think so, it might come around. Yeah. I just wish yeah. they'd get their shit in And I will say they showed the uh, IMAX preview for IMAX trailer God, that for was Skyfall. Way too much fucking cuts for the screen that big, I gotta say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, man, what I saw, I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. I'm all in. He did, he Not does, that I wasn't before, but... He does one thing in the new trailer, crap. and I was like, okay, sold. Officially sold again. So anyway, anyway. Diamonds Are Forever, best Bond of all time. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bottom of the Connery <laughs> list. No, no. No, dude. It's bottom of the all list up to this point. I I still like watch Casino Royale. I'm not. No, no, not <laughs> counting. Not you, the crappy you, will have a new, ones. you will have a new appreciation. Official ones. Yeah, speaking of which. <laughs> yeah. We got a voicemail. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> proper introduction, no less. This is Strelnikov. You finally got your act together. You finally did a decent movie. You did Stunt Rock. Best frickin' movie ever. That is... The best for what you get, which is a lot of stunts, a lot of rock, and sorcery. And you guys were just rolling on the floor. Yeah, stunt rock. I just want to say on um, the Casino Royale, uh, you're completely right. It's just a complete mess. I've seen Casino Royale, and I thought it was a piece of crap. It was a total mess of a movie. Uh, it's a movie that's best seen stoned. So, yeah. But I've heard that Stunt Rock's coming out on DVD, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking for that. Stunt Rock, Strelnikov out. So Chuck, you're absolutely right. Casino Royale sucks. Yep. Finally. Vindication. Thank you. There you go. 
Finally, someone agrees with me. Yay. Yeah, that's not us. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Well, well I, I might. I've not watched that one. Come on, yet. watch it and agree with me how we terrible not, it is. <laughs> I will say this. Don't expect an episode out of that one. <laughs> okay. Unless you want to hear me rant and rave and sigh and sure. get angry a lot. Which people seem to like. Yeah. We, we should consider no. doing that. No, we should. Let's record it as a bottle show just in case something happens to one of us. <laughs> <laughs> what, like we kill you after we watch the movie? <laughs> Why me? I didn't make it. Well, okay. Yes, you but did. you just suggested okay. we watch it. No, I just, you know. You're going to one of us over with your Shakira. Yeah. Oh, your voice got a little high. Yeah. That means <laughs> something's sneaking going on. Right. That's what it means. Sneaky. Sneaky. All right. But yeah, he mentioned Stunt Rock. Mm-hmm. He sure he did. He also got another, uh, another email. Okay. Mm-hmm. Regarding Stunt Rock. Stunt Rockin'. This is from Jay. Hey, Jay. It says, hey, Bamfcast. Hey. Jay here, and I'm very upset with you. See, I had an awesome vacation planned. And the centerpiece of this awesome vacation was Rush. It goes a picture of my now worthless concert ticket because nothing Rush's plan could possibly <laughs> top your description of Sorcery Live. God damn it. I would sell every earthly possession and my soul to witness Sorcery Live. I just want you to know you have now ruined the band I loved since I was five. Crash and Burn, Jay out. And he sent right. a picture of his Rush ticket. Aww. Crash and Burn, Jay. He's a modern day warrior. I think you'll still enjoy the show. If you yeah. love him that much. Yeah. But the, the world can has room for both. What I suggest you do, email Rush immediately mm-hmm. and be like, get a wizard. Guys, you need the king of wizards. Give them a link to sorcerymusic.com slash links.htm and say option three mm-hmm. and then go, guys, Please in the guys, guys, just play the sorcery concert yes. DVD in the background um, while you're watching Rush. Um, wizard. Yeah, wizard. 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 One word, then, two syllables. Wizard. Yeah. Wizard. And maybe Rush will take your advice. Just give Neil Peart some awesome. like some wands, and he can just have yeah, you know, glitter, glitter coming out while he's drumming. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be insane because he's a crazy drummer. Yeah. That would be. It's crazy. eighty-seven piece <laughs> drum set and <laughs> glitter. Nice man. Speaking my language. <sighs> All right, we do have uh, another email. Oh, okay. Mentioned some stunt rock stuff. Okay. Stunt Very but, popular uh, episode. Apparently, yes. So uh, this is Ben. It says, hey, everyone, hey, this is Ben from last week with another random suggestion. Where's Hi. last week? <laughs> I think it's yes. in Louisiana. <laughs> it's, it's a faraway place. Uh, after hearing one of you mention wanting to watch more Ozploitation movies after Stunt Rock, something actually came to mind in a roundabout way. It's mm. called Ricochet, a little 91 action film from Russell Mulcahy, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the director of Highlander. Mm-hmm. Now, Mulcahy, if that's how you say it, it sounds like an Inuit name or something. <laughs> Russell <laughs> Mulcahy. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Mokahe is a bit of an odd one. He's a bit of an odd one, as he actually started out directing exploitation films such as Razorback before moving his talents, if they can be called that, to the States. So naturally, you bring up that genre reminded me of his bizarre filmography. But anyway, Ricochet. This is a movie starring Denzel Washington and maybe the most fucked up John Lithgow performance ever put to film. And believe me, that's not something I say lightly. The IMDb summary goes as follows. In this action thriller, Denzel Washington plays Nick Stiles, the assistant district attorney of L.A. The film opens in his early days as a cop on the LAPD. During a carnival, master criminal Earl Talbot Blake creates a scene after a botched drug deal. Stiles and Blake confront each other, during which Blake is wounded by Stiles and later sent to prison. Seven years later, Blake escapes from prison during a parole board hearing to carry out his revenge against Styles, and what follows is a violent series of events that destroys Styles' career. This sets the stage for one last bloody duel between Styles and Blake. 
Decent enough premise, but the devil's in the details. This movie has, in no uncertain terms, white supremacist prison sword fighting. Genius. With telephone books used as armor. Even mm-hmm. more genius. John Lithgow threatening to rape a man's dog in his own parole hearing. <laughs> Death by <laughs> yeah, power tools. Genius. Denzel Washington Ice T teaming up to fight crime with Ice's gangster super squad. Mm-hmm. Lithgow, I have to keep coming back to him, mm-hmm. saying lines like, pig, back off, or else she's going to need a paper bag over her head when her boyfriend fucks what's left of her. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's not even all the crazy fucked up shit that's in this movie. I understand you putting one tough bastard on the back burner, but you need to watch this insane piece of 90s cheese as soon as possible. There's one movie that I really want to recommend you guys, but I think you'll try and light me on fire through the internet if I suggest it, so we'll need to build up some goodwill before I do that one. <laughs> Crash and Burn, Ben from Australia. I have seen Ricochet. Yeah, I've seen Ricochet. Seen it too. I've also seen it. Somewhat recently. So I'm the only one who has so, not seen Ricochet. Oh, you should see Ricochet. Totally. You should see Ricochet. I actually like like this movie in a semi-serious I would say, fashion, I would argue it's a good movie. Because it's mm-hmm. actually pretty good and john lithgow is amazing batshit amazing <laughs> isn't yeah. this the one where the very like the very first scene is in like a carnival and he's like doing hostage negotiation but he has to like strip down his boxers yep, okay yeah it. okay man and yeah. then he shoots john lithgow in the leg yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's like a big scene in a big abandoned pool and yes it's, it's been a long time yes. but i have yeah I have big abandoned this. pool that is mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm the only one who needs to watch that apparently yeah, yeah. check it out i think yeah. it's on netflix so you should check it out if not, it's probably on TV every other day. Yeah, yeah, but it's it, I I would really I mean it's it's cheesy and goofy and over the top, but I would really argue that that's a pretty good movie. I mean, well, it's 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 somewhat over the top, but it's played pretty straight. Yeah, I mean it's John Lithgow. Well, John Lithgow is a, is so a nut job. It. Yeah, and I mean it's Denzel not Denzel doesn't sign up for movies that it's not virtuosity. I mean it's <laughs> weird. Okay, yeah, shit. maybe he does sign up for movies like that. Weird okay, shit like, happens, but it's not like. No. Death Stalker 2. No, it, no, it's nothing like that. It, it's, it's pretty not good. a bunch of jokes. It's pretty good. It, I mean, it's it's sort of a hidden gem kind of movie of, you know, people should really... And there's some good IFT the gangster th It's a stretch. It is not available yeah. for rental or streaming, unfortunately. Aww. Son of a bitch. It is on Xfinity Cinemax. I'll take care you of it for you. you watch so I just need to sign up for Xfinity and Cinemax, and then I can watch Ricochet. That's <laughs> a fine idea. And the... Um, the the end of the movie is pr- pretty damn good. Like the final when climactic this battles. <laughs> <laughs> when so and so happens. Yeah. Pretty yes. But no, that is a good suggestion, but I would I would argue that's a good movie and we should not mm-hmm. consider it a Bamcast movie. Agreed. All right. Yeah. But you should definitely watch it back. Mm-hmm. I will you find watch, a way to watch, watch that fun movie for fun, man. Yeah. All right. What's wrong with you? Speaking of watching movies for fun. I w- actually I did watch at least one movie. Well, two movies for fun. Um, <laughs> Great. And one because I couldn't remember. I still can't remember if I have seen it before or not. But um, I watched Act of Valor first off for yeah. fun. Um, and I think I still have a raging like patriotism erection from that movie. Let me see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look on their table. All right. All right. Rita. <laughs> Whoa. Damn, son. <laughs> um, Sprung to attention. There. Ten hut. Negative ghost writer, the pattern is full. Um, Dear God. No, the Harlow was right in that there's like the first sort of assault scene is way better than the climactic battle at the end. Mm -hmm. But it's still if you if you want kind of a Call of Duty the movie, it's pretty fucking awesome. The acting when there's actual acting to be done is mostly junk, but there's not a lot of it. 
which is good, except for some very wooden narration. Um, and something that I didn't expect to be saying when I after or before I watched it was that I actually really liked the way this movie was shot. There's some stuff that's there's some really cool first person stuff that actually works mm-hmm. and works pretty well. And there are just some really really good shots and shots are good. Yeah, yeah, some really good filming, camera work, whatever, however you want to say it. Excellent. Um, and there's this this one particular scene that is in that first assault piece and it's just fucking awesome. Boner time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if I, if somebody hadn't told me about it, I probably would have shouted out loud. What sucks is it's in one of the trailers. Is it? Yes. Uh, Which is so a don't watch the trailer. Thing, don't watch the do. trailer. No. But yeah, definitely. If you like sort of war movies and call of duty, then watch it. Okay, great. Good stuff. I like it. I give it. I sort of good like those stuff. things. I don't have any formalized rating skill, personally. Four bullets. Yes. Yeah. I would give it, yes, I would give it four bullets. Four bullets, that's great. Yes. Um, I also watched <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. For the first time? I've heard of that. I cannot, honestly, it it's so pervasive culturally that I don't know if I've if I had watched it or not, because I know what happens in the movie. Okay. But watching the movie, I'm like, I don't remember these scenes i remember these things like i remember that these things are supposed to happen so you remember events from it but you can't remember if you've seen it or if it's because everyone talks about exactly. it. exactly all right so at least i know for a fact now that i've watched it and okay <laughs> <laughs> i can it's finally resolve that in my head oh so good that is the last time i went to a movie where people applauded at the end really i i remember seeing that in the theater and people applauded the movie which to me is you. silly because no one can hear you but right but yeah the theater was just like oh my god tim robbins well that man. ending is so amazing i can totally understand that yeah when you finally get to the point where it's like all right we're here's what happened yeah and i i knew it all throughout the movie i knew what was going to happen and i'm still i was still just yeah, go. Yeah, I mean the <laughs> narration, the visuals, everything in that last few minutes of that movie is absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. It's and I mean Morgan Freeman's narrating it, so how it, how can it be bad? But Can't, um, cannot impossible. Right. Yep. I'd like to say that it was possible for Morgan <laughs> Freeman to narrate poorly. Um, it's not. Oh, so good, so fucking good. And there's so many things like. Tim Robbins somehow is just immediately sympathetic, and you're like, oh, because <laughs> he has that face. Aww. Yeah, he has well, that yeah. like this. This guy probably he looks like a yeah. six foot six baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's what Tim Robbins is. <laughs> Tim Robbins, a giant baby. <laughs> Tim, I mean, he just does. Tim, giant baby man, Robbins. But, you, like you want to have him sit in your lap, but it would be super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell, tell me. His, I'm going to tell you a story, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, maybe. Um, but well, he yeah. he plays that so well, and I like that they that they have the opportunity to confirm, you know, his role in mm-hmm. his in his wife and her lover's murder. But they never they never resolve it for sure. Yeah. And I and while they kind of give you, you know, they say here, yes, this is what this guy says has, hap- has happened. It's still not really a reliable source necessarily. And so they kind of leave that question open, which I, which I like. 
I think at a certain point, I mean, a lot of those movies like that and Cool Hand Luke, um, they just they portray like no matter what you did, you have served your sentence. Like this is so awful that yeah. no matter what you have done, you have given back and then some. And that that's yeah. kind of the thing. It's like prison being so terrible. It's like, look, I don't care if you murdered 50 people. We have treated you so horribly. <laughs> You've done your time. Yeah. Shawshank right. is basically like, you know, it doesn't matter if he killed his wife or not. Right. When he got out, it's like, yeah. He's okay. That's like he should have gotten out. That's right. that's fine. Yay, go him. Right. <laughs> he he suffered enough. Exactly. Let him go. Let my Tim Robbins go. Let my Timmy go. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you have now remembered confirmed the Shawshank Redemption. I've that's confirmed good. that I have seen it by watching a, it. That is a good thing. So, so we got one last voicemail. Yeah. Oh no. Plus I saw a movie. I, I got a movie I can oh, talk about really quickly. Oh, oh, let's hear it. It's a disc based movie that I got from Redbox. Disc based. Go on. Mm-hmm. Uh thirty minutes or less. Oh just random oh, like it happened to be the really? red box, that's still like, red box? yeah i was like oh shit i n- never saw this mm-hmm. so i'm going to i've heard very mixed things about pizza it. documentary yeah, it's yeah it's, it's by the, the guy who made zombie land right yeah i believe so because it's, it's jesse eisenberg and aziz and sorry are quasi friends in the beginning of the movie and then it's danny mcbride and uh nick, nick swartzen yeah they are mm. two bumbling dudes that decide mm. they have this plot that they want to kill uh Dan, Danny, I just got too many names. McBride. Danny McBride. Danny McBride's dad is, is uh, Fred Ward, oh. and he won the lottery some years ago, won like a $10 million lottery. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, he's an asshole. If he dies, I'm going to get the money, but I don't want to do it myself. So they get this plan that they're going to hire a hitman, but they need $100,000 to do it. So they strap a bomb to Jesse Eisenberg's chest and tell him to go rob a bank or whatever he has to do. He has like 12 hours to get the money. Right. This was kind of based on an actual thing that happened. Was it? Really? Yeah. Very loosely based because I okay. think in real life it ended badly. <laughs> I sure. would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's actually kind of cute. I mean, like it's it's kind of funny movie. It's not what you said. It was the one that did Zombie Land or Adventure yeah. Land. Zombie Land. Okay. Yeah. Funny. Both. The funny one. The funny land. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just. I mean, it, it's like it's that's probably a, a, an accurate tone for the movie because mm-hmm. like Zombie Land is kind of a serious movie with comedy trappings. Sure. And yeah. this is kind of how this plays out for the most part. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's like the people in it are are funny enough that it keeps you engaged. I mean, it's not a must watch kind of movie, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a decent enough little comedy, semi drama action movie. I've got it on my DVR. It's in my DVR pile. Yeah, it's just like I said, it was one of those things. Like, if something happened, I didn't, wasn't able to do anything but watch discs, and it was like I eh, want to watch something random, and <laughs> yeah, and couldn't, and then it was like okay, drive to the red box and just keep hitting the button until it was like oh, I haven't seen that. So good job. So recommended mildly. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a funny enough movie. Okay. Yeah. How many slices of a pizza would you give it? <laughs> uh, I will give it uh, two uh, slices of pizza, and then you get through that third one, and you're like, ah, enough pizza, enough pizza, gross. Mm. I got a couple of disc-based movies. I can oh, do by quick. the way, uh, Shawshank Redemption gets five rock hammers. Okay. Nice. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have one more voicemail. Shall we play it? Let's. It's probably going to spark an argument, but we'll play it anyway. Yay, arguments. Sweet. Arguments. Like arguments. Hey, it's Mike from Pittsburgh. Um, I love the Stunt Rock episode and the lengthy discussion of how uh, certain movies are just so obviously made for stupid people that they should not be watched. However, I reject the suggestion that in 1986, uh, the list of movies uh, does not include movies that you react to by saying that is obviously going to be bad, because... I found these among the list of 1986 wide releases. Um, American Anthem, the other male gymnast movie. Uh, Jake Speed, 
Shanghai Surprise, Roman Polanski's Pirates, Howard the Duck, King Kong Lives, Crawl Space, Space Camp, Solar Babies, Psycho 3, Friday the 13th Part 6, Wes Craven's Deadly Friend, and the one Schwarzenegger movie nobody likes, Raw Deal. Also, the following horrible comedies, all of which compare to Zookeeper, uh, Soul Man, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Haunted Honeymoon with Gene Wilder and Dom DeLuise, Armed and Dangerous with John Candy, Club Paradise, Wildcats, Offbeat with Judge Reinhold and Meg Tilly, and Police Academy 3. If any of you guys were old enough to go to the movies in 1986 and you wanted to see any of those movies, you may have been stupid. Or a kid. Out. Uh, with Chuck, the, go. We were all like, wait a minute. Yeah, there with, are so many movies on that list. With the exception of Shanghai Surprise, everything else that you mentioned is infinitely more tolerable than Zookeeper. Howard the Duck? Yes. Okay. It's a train wreck, but it's fascinating. Howard the Duck is watch more watchable than any of those other ones. You like, well, okay, you said Al Pacino was great in Jack and Jill. Yes. Not a reason for me to ever watch it, but oh, I guess. something as, to latch on to. As terrible as Howard the Duck is, you have to watch it for what's his Jeffrey face? Jones? Jeffrey Jones' yes, performance. Because, because it's insane. Okay, it yes. is one of the most crazy performances I've ever seen somebody do. Right. It's like someone is strangling him for the entire yeah. movie. But yeah, that that list of uh, Wildcats and Armed and Dangerous and 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 uh, space, uh, camp. space camp and space camp. These movies are awesome. Even if they're cheesy and dumb, they have there's an element there of watchability and there's something to it. I have members of my family who would actually knife fight you for saying <laughs> ill things about Club Paradise. Club Paradise is a great movie. <laughs> that I movie mean literally is- like that is on like their like they always talk about this movie and I'm like it's cute. I, I like it. It's not the that, best movie ever like you talk about, but... That's the thing. This list of what he's saying is the worst yeah, movies yeah. of 1986, like Friday the 13th Part 6, that's almost like the best Friday the 13th movie because it's tongue-in-cheek. It's It starts with a goddamn James Bond parody where Jason walks across the, the, the moving <laughs> circle and does the slash. I mean, it's great. I forgot about he that. He comes back to life from lightning, for God's sake. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Tony Nipples, oh! I, and don't you dare speak ill about a goddamn Police Academy No, movie. Police Academy 3 is like the best one. No, 4. Uh, no. No, 3 is superior to 4. Okay. 4 has way too much David Spade in roller skating. Way too much. He's got a point. Much. Okay. I refute yeah, I that mean, list. It really, you could pick any year and say that sort of thing, but... I think he was just you, pointing he out He named that, off a lot of movies and... I think Chuck a was just picking a random hit. year far enough, far enough back that, I was. that you could question whether you're looking at it through nostalgia glasses versus actual overall quality of movies. Is that what I'm... I, I, that's why, I, In a why way, but, you picked that random but year. But I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like mid-80s. I'm just randomly mid-80s. You could look at, at random-ass movies that came out in the mid-80s, and even the almost the worst of them were not train wrecks. There, there wasn't this constant barrage of train wreck movies i mean like shanghai shanghai surprise is a disaster that is that is a star vehicle where they spent way too much money and it just sucks but everything else he mentioned has something to it it has something to it none of none of those are terrible movies none of them i think the issue with back then it doesn't feel like they were made solely to cater to a demographic and make money no obviously you studios make movies to make money sure but they at least find people who connect with the story and want to tell it, mm-hmm. I think is what happens with older movies. I mean, I, obviously this is not a broad, oh, this covers everything statement, but it feels like today you have a lot more of, well, they hired me to make this, so let's fucking make it. 
You know, it, yeah, it, like, it like feels much more studio mercenary. directors and studio everything right. where it's just like, oh, you want me to make that movie instead of somebody going, hey, I have this idea for a movie. Will you bankroll it? Yeah. I, I just think there's more there was more craft in it back when. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying basically that the lows now are lower than the lows in like the 80s. And it's not a nostalgia thing. I, I think it's just a quality thing. I, I think that even a bad movie in the 80s still has something going for it. I'd watch any of those before I'd watch fucking Zookeeper again. Yeah. Yeah. So would I. Yeah. So would and I. it's just, it was harder to make movies back then. Honestly, harder to get them financed, harder to actually yeah. know what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I nowadays. Just, I hate to say it. It's like, I mean, C- CGI is a great thing in, in, in that it can save stuntman's lives. And, you know, you can do things that you, comic book movies that you could never think about doing before. Mm-hmm. But it's made people lazy. Yes. It's made too many people lazy. Yes. It's like. Well, it, now it almost makes people th- open the CGI door when they don't need to. I'd say yeah. people are too many people are being lazy w- with it. I well, no, I think it, I think it's actually making people go. Well, I need some padding for the movie, and like we're, I don't think I ever talked about it, but like the uh, Jason Bateman Switch movie. Yeah. The, the was it the Switch? No, the, it was uh, the, the change, up? change up. Change up. That's right. It's a curveball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like that movie was like it seemed like they had this concept of like, oh, we're going to do a body switching movie. And then like midway through, they're like, oh, we're about 10 minutes short. Well, put in babies doing some weird shit that would CGI. Yeah. There was, it. there was some weird, just huge amounts of CGI randomly in that movie out of nowhere. And you're yeah. just like, why are you, why is this happening? Yeah. There's no need for this. I mean, it's not all terrible, but it's just like, it, it makes people like open up the store where to pad the script or yeah. do something that in, in the eighties or before they, they would have never even thought of like, do this because it's you right. know we'll write some more jokes or we'll do you know make yeah. it an 80 minute movie it doesn't yeah. matter it's just unnecessary yeah so basically what we're saying 1986 is better than any <laughs> other year ever I, I think you could honestly you could go back in any year and do that and find enough shit movies oh, sure. in that year and go okay well that's, that's why this year sucked but yeah. you could also go through each year and go okay well this freaking awesome movie came out that year sure and, i'm know. just saying the lows now are lower than the lows that we used to get and that's not nostalgia. That's that's just I, it's a statement of fact. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Chuck, arbiter of fact. Yep. <laughs> I'm the truth sayer. More <laughs> yes. more movies in the '80s won Best Picture. Yes. Than twice have, as many. Than have, <laughs> than have won since. <laughs> well, no. Hear me out. More movies in the '80s won Best Picture Oscars than in the. 20 teens you were exactly right <laughs> yes that is a fact. statement is of fact. there are actually even more nominees fact. boom yep even with double the nominees now yep boom knowledge <laughs> eat boom. that shit motherfucker <laughs> boom Truth. right can't boom. argue math <laughs> fool uh, let's get out of here yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's punchy uh, rapid fire contact information all go. right check us out on the website www.bmfcast.com uh, check us out on facebook and the twitters we are bmfcast just do the website slash BMF cast. And that's where we are. Uh, also check us out on iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, use the search function. Uh, <laughs> check us out on Stitcher. It's a mobile app for all of your relevant mobile devices. We'll still stream our glory directly to your ear holes and make you a better person. Finally, the most majestic thing you can do in your entire life. Give us a call on the BMF cast hotline, the Garfield phone, 910-5-JOX-BMF, 910-556-9263. Call us. Please do. Make your day better. Let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is BAMFCast Out.
Yeah, just like it. Meow 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 the bells, the bells <laughs> Or is it Rammstein songs done the bells, I hear the bells Bells, bells, bells Bells, bells, Two bells Two bells I think you might BJ might be drowning right now You caught him just like a mellow yellow in his gullet <laughs> It might be just another Yet another spit take tonight that's what they're all need. Oh, oh. It is. Yes. Yes. Spit take. Yay. Yay for spit take. Yay, yay for spit take. Yay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spit take. Hooray. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you know how difficult that was to not spray Mellow Yellow all over this entire room? Oh, now that's what I call a sticky situation. Oh, <laughs> hey, 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 oh, oh. Yay. 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 Tony nipples over here. Oh, <laughs> hey, where were we? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so we still haven't started yet. <laughs> no, we nope. haven't started. Man. Oh. <laughs> 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 